0: You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today I'm talking about should I show pricing on my website? If you like this episode, please give me a five-star rating on Apple iTunes and subscribe or do so on any other platform on which you listen. So this question comes up a lot. Should I show my pricing on my website or is it better not to have pricing on my website? In this episode, we're going to explore the pros and cons and help you make the decision. And we'll be talking specifically about getting client feedback, whether or not to have price lists on websites, and if you do, what should you focus on, and some reasons why you might not want to include pricing on your website, and then what you need to do then. So this topic came up recently in my Passion to Profit course. One of the students said, I've got a question, should I include pricing on my website? And so I said to the group, well, let's have a conversation and brainstorm this. And we had a really good discussion including how individuals felt if they were in the customer's shoes. So I wanted to get them in that place of what would you like to see if you went to a website that you were interested in and they did have the pricing or they didn't? What difference would that make to you? And I got them to think through that. So I want to share some of the insights here from that conversation and also on what's generally recommended by people in the online space who are helping people set up websites and so forth. So that first question is, what do your clients like? A really easy way to figure out what they want is to ask them, go back to your existing clients or your practice clients or just people that you know in your social circle and say, if you came across a website and you wanted to buy something but there was no pricing, would you go ahead? Would you reach out for a conversation or would you click away? It's really good to start here because a client centric business always starts with thinking about what the customer wants and what they need. So to do this, you could send somebody a direct message or an email, or just have a conversation with them and ask the question, Hey, I'm wondering, it's really super simple to do. And once you do that, you'll have a better idea of what people's common opinion is. And more specifically, I guess the thing you want to find out is, would this make a difference to you in terms of whether you were to buy or not? Don't just ask everybody though, ask people who might be the kind of people you'd like to work with as a client. After all, you want more of those, so their opinion matters the most. And if you don't have any clients yet, as I mentioned, go to your immediate circle of friends and family who would be most like your ideal client. And think about your own preferences. Your ideal client is probably a lot like you in terms of their values and their preferences. Think of it this way. Imagine that you were going to buy a coaching program from somebody to help them to, to help you to lose weight weight or exercise more often or something like that, and you've gone to their website to read about their packages and you can't see a price listed. How would you feel? What would you think? Would it put you off? Or would it not make a difference? So I encourage you to go through that process on your own. Now let's look at either option. If you were to have a price list on your website, what would be the upsides of that, the pros, and what would you need to include? For starters, and this came up in this conversation in Passion to Profit recently, It might seem like you're a lot more authentic and have nothing to hide if you show pricing on your website. It might look like you're very upfront and honest to the reader. Most people, when they're buying something, assess the value of it based on outcomes or results, but pricing is often part of the decision, especially if that person doesn't know you very well or doesn't have enough proof or trust That you can help them to actually succeed and get results. If you're going to include pricing on your website you need to make a few things clear and they would be what's included in the price and I'm going to talk about features written as benefits. Secondly what are the different package and pricing options? You don't want to have too many because it just creates overwhelm and puts people off but we'll talk about that in a minute. And then what are your payment options? So let's unpack those three things. When it comes to what's included in the prize, it's tempting to start thinking about the features of your programs. Like you get a workbook, you get 10 coaching sessions and blah, blah, blah. And while these are all valuable things, they're really just a laundry list of things. And there are better ways to describe those things that communicate the value of them. And that's really what you want to get to. And I call this writing about features as benefits and this is where you list a feature and then explain why it's important. I want to give you a couple of examples of this. So instead of just saying this package includes eight one-to-one coaching sessions, so what? (laughs) Think about what does that allow you to do? That's the question to ask, the so what question. So instead of that you might write on your website The program includes eight one-to-one coaching sessions that give you the support, self-awareness and accountability you need to work out what to do, problem solve, celebrate wins and become consistent with X habit. So you see how I've added in benefits there. I've not just talked about what it is, the feature of the coaching sessions, it's why that coaching session or sessions matter and what they're going to help the person to achieve. This makes that feature a lot more palatable because people can see the benefits. When I ask my clients why they want to come to coaching with me when they're actually working with me they say I need accountability, I I want to be more consistent. Um, I need someone to help me solve problems or I'm not very confident. So those are the sorts of things that you need to package up as benefits of the coaching. Here's another example. Maybe you have created a 20-page workbook, let's say. I know that's a lot of pages, but let's pretend that you've created this 20-page workbook. If that's all you put in the bullet list of your program features, someone's going to go, so what? 20-page workbook. (laughs) How's that going to help me? What's in it for me? So you need to explain why that workbook's important. The program includes a 20-page workbook to help you develop an action plan to stay motivated and stay on track and to start seeing tangible results. I mean, this is true, right? Let's face it, a 20-page workbook could be where someone maps out an action plan. It could be where they write down their vision and values and goals. And it might be where they tick off and measure results. So instead of saying it like that, what does that allow the person to do, feel or achieve? They get the action plan, they stay motivated, and they see results. So that's a lot more appealing than just saying that you're going to get a workbook. Doesn't it sound more exciting? (laughs) So I would use this type of explanation as full descriptive text that goes into the detail of what your program includes. Now, in keeping with consumer protection law, it's really important that you're not promising a result that you can't deliver. What you need to do is talk about how the feature or features are intended to help them. If you do this, it's designed to help you get blah, blah, blah. So you're not promising outcomes, that's the other thing. What we do is create a process for people to achieve the outcomes and it's the process that gets the results. So what we're selling is a process and we need to be clear on all of the benefits of the parts of that process, like the workbook or the coaching sessions. Why do they help the process? What is the outcome that the person might see or feel? So that's the first thing to include. And the second thing is packaging and pricing options. Because if you're going to show pricing, people need to know what it is that they're buying and what is different in each of the options that you have. I would recommend having two options or at most three. I mentioned earlier, if you have more than that, it can lead someone into overwhelm but let the person see how each one is different. It could be helpful to include a diagram like a little table showing three columns. You see these sometimes on websites where they have a list of features or inclusions and ticks against each option to say which ones are included. Another thing you can do is to outline the market retail price of each option and then below what you're selling it for. For example, this is valued at $900. The price is $600. So what that does is it highlights the value of what you're offering. If someone were to go out and buy all of those individual pieces separately, that might cost them $900, but you're selling it for $600. It's a way of communicating value without discounting. You don't want a discount because it devalues the service and it puts you in the same category as some of these warehouse type businesses that sell widgets by the thousand. This is not that. We're our prestige service. If you have three options, people normally choose the middle one of the three. And that's typically your core or main program. So having a small option, a medium option and a bigger option means they'll typically choose the middle one. So you want to make sure that those options are really clear and what people are getting for the price is really clearly communicated. Another thing to consider is if you have pricing on your website you definitely need to flesh out payment options. It's important that people know how you're going to charge them and whether they have options that are going to appeal more. For example is it a one-time upfront payment Or is it three easy payments or four installments or something else? It's totally up to you what you offer. It depends on your niche and how financially free they are, I suppose you could say. Some people are interested but may not have the money up front, but they would potentially buy if they knew that there was a payment plan available. Once again, you don't have to offer a payment plan. It's up to you. But if you do decide to do a payment plan make sure that you have clear terms and conditions and make it really easy for them to buy. Now this is a whole other podcast episode for sure but the point is if it's a really complicated process to sign up for the payment plan you're going to lose somebody after the first click. So those are some of the things that might be relevant if you decide to list pricing on your website and you might decide to do that if you feel like it's more authentic and open and honest and so forth. But there might be the case for not listing prices on your website. So if you decide not to do that, here are some reasons why and what you need to include on your website to still keep people interested. Firstly, think about the fact that A person who sees pricing listed on your website might just decide then and there, oh, you know what, it costs that much? Well, I don't want to buy that. And they might just make that decision not to work with you before you've even had the chance to talk to them about their needs and wants. That means you potentially lose a customer. But on the flip side of that, if they're somebody who's just only buying on price, they might not be the person you want to work with. Another consideration is that your program options might need to be fairly customised and it would be too difficult to really easily communicate that on your website or landing page. So you might not want to list a price for that reason because it's a customised program. For example, there might be two or three options for a package, add-ons or things that get included or taken away or in special circumstances apply that really require you to have an understanding of the person In order for them to make the right choice so that conversation first is necessary. Or you might decide that there are going to be prerequisites for a client to complete before they work with you. For example my weight loss program Downsize Me uh, was a, a great case in point. I required all of my clients had to go to their GP and get a health clearance before they signed up. So this would dictate whether they'd buy the program at all and maybe which option would be best. I also had this program available by licensees in other states of Australia who might have charged different prices. So there are a lot of reasons why I didn't list the price on the website. So if you have a good reason not to list your pricing on a website, then what do you do? How do you keep that person interested and still get them curious about wanting to work with you and reaching out to do so? There aren't any hard and fast rules, but there are a few things I think are really essential to still get those inquiries about your services. And there are five things I want to mention here. Firstly, having a lot of recent and positive testimonials or ratings is a really good starting point. This means that when someone lands on your website and they don't see a price and they're thinking, oh, I don't know if it's for me. They're going to see all of these people who've succeeded as a result of your program and they'll read what those people liked about your program and that's going to get the reader hopeful and excited and maybe in the mindset of this value buying rather than price buying. Might just flip them back into that why do I want this program mindset. Secondly you might like to explain why you don't list pricing For example, saying that there are prerequisites or options that are highly customised or any other reason, you need a health clearance and that's going to dictate which option you choose. That, just explaining that might be really important to allay any fears that someone's going to get a hard sell conversation. So your website visitor might be more relaxed about reaching out to you, knowing that there's a reason why you don't miss pricing and that you've been transparent about that. Thirdly, and this is really important, you still need to communicate the benefits and the value and the comparison of your program options, just like I mentioned in the earlier section today about if you do list your pricing, what's included and indicate where any tailoring might occur. That way at least people can see what they're getting for their money and you're shifting them into that value buying mindset. What are all of the benefits I'm going to receive and where might it be customised? Imagine what you'd feel like as a customer, seeing that somebody's been totally transparent and saying, look, it really depends on which option you choose and we need to have a conversation to figure that out. But these are the sorts of benefits that are going to come out of the program. This is what's included and here's where we might customise it for you. Wouldn't you feel a sense of trust and reassurance and maybe, yeah, that makes sense You're still tapping into that logical part of their brain, which is where the pricing question comes up, and that might be enough to help them decide to reach out to you for an inquiry. I think, fourth, the way that you position that inquiry is really important. Here's what I do, and it works really well. I give people either a booking link to a 30-minute good fit call or if they're on my website or if they're listening to this podcast, I say, Hit me up on the contact me page and send me a message. So it's really putting it back to them to say, you reach out to me if you want to. And if they do that, if someone hits the contact me page or they use the booking link, I say, hey, is this is a chance to see if you're suitable for a program, if you're ready to change, if we have the right chemistry. And if we're not, I'm going to be totally honest and I'll refer you to someone else. I don't want to set you up for failure. You're only going to succeed if you're really ready, willing and able to change and if there's a good fit between us. And I'm not going to waste either of our time or your money if that relationship can't work for some reason. So to me, that feels really authentic and it's been accepted and even admired in some cases by people who followed that pathway. And there are quite a few people I've said no to as well because they weren't ready to change or it wasn't a good fit. Knowing that you don't have to say yes to everybody is really comforting and being honest and say, look, if you're not ready, willing and able to succeed, you probably won't. And I'd rather not set you up for failure. I'm only going to work with you if this is going to work out for you. It gives that sense of trust and rapport. Really important to position your inquiry, something like that. Fifth is just a kind of a fun thing, but it can make a big difference is to put a video up on your website of you talking or if you're too frightened to put a video up at least a few bullet points explaining why you developed this program, who it's for and who it's not for. This helps people to see that you're not just desperate for anyone and you're truly seeking a good fit and to work with the right person and that way they're more likely to succeed and you'll both be happy. So this is kind of linked to the previous point about how to position your inquiry call. Make it clear that this isn't for everybody but if you're if you have these traits and if you're looking for these sorts of outcomes you're in the right place. There is actually a sixth point and it's for you possibly if you're on the fence about including pricing on your website or not. What you could do is provide an indicative price range like prices range from 600 to 1500 dollars or make a statement like programs start from whatever amount for example 600 dollars. so at least the reader has a ballpark guide this could be an effective way to get them over their line if they're interested but i'm you know, not quite sure and i have to say i have recently had this kind of experience i went to somebody's website that i was interested in working with and there's no pricing listed And I went, oh, is it in my range or not? And then there's no price, so I clicked away. And I've looked at this person's website maybe five times in the last two years and have never inquired. And for me, having a price range or prices start from X would have been enough because I want to know if it's in my range or if I'm just wasting my time. You're going to feel differently though potentially. So think about what's important to you and start there. But definitely ask other people and make sure that you set your pricing up the right way. Whether you choose to include it on your website or not, you need to position either option. So to sum up today's episode, it was really interesting to have this discussion with my Passion to Profit students about whether to include pricing on your website or not. It's horses for courses, you need to decide. But We've discussed the benefits of including pricing, the reasons why you might not want to, and what you need to include on your website in either case to position your services and options appropriately and get people to reach out to you irrespective of the price.
1: Hello there. This is Natasha Birda and I'm going to have the last word on this podcast, which feels really special. Um, I am a marketing consultant I guess I mean right now I think I'm a business growth mentor and marketing's part of that and supporting people with all the challenges as we grow our business is also part of that so mindset and a lot of other just loving people that's my main job and yeah I know Melanie has been talking about pros and cons of putting your pricing on your website Melanie wanted me to talk a little bit about what people are doing and why. And I would say, uh, I mean, I'm not supposed to tell you what I think is best. I actually personally love seeing prices on the website. And I think you can trust your gut a lot as well. Uh, If you feel like you like seeing prices, then put them up. I mean, I always just think marketing is yet another option opportunity to treat other people the way that you would like to be treated Um, I guess some of my issues with not having pricing on a website is um, that it doesn't really help reduce the risk for people and I'm currently really into helping reduce the risk of working with you That can be done in a lot of ways. It can just be done using your content and having video content so people can really get to know you before they work with you. And it can be having freebies. It can be having low-cost courses. Just any way that you can just break the ice of people working with you. And I really feel like having prices on there helps to whittle out anyone who's not the right match. So if people are going to look at my prices and think they're too low or too high and then they're going to go away from my website, great. (laughs) I actually don't think that's a problem. I think that you want clients who can afford to work with you and uh, I also feel a bit hesitant going into a discovery chat with someone who hasn't told me the prices yet because I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to disappoint them. Because I'm going to turn around and say no. I don't want my time wasted spending, you know, if it's someone very salesy, (laughs) they're going to just spam me. I don't want to spend 20 minutes talking to them, pretend that they care about my problems, and then have them hit me up with a massive pitch for some product that I can't afford. So that's more my opinions about pricing rather than what people are doing and why, but maybe it's a little bit what people are doing and why. I personally think yes. Let's see the price. Get it up there. Um, I'm, I'm not against having an application process, but I would still share the price before the application process. It just helps people filter, evaluate and make a decision. I don't want to put people into financial scarcity. Yuck. So let's just be out with the pricing. And if you feel uncomfortable about having your pricing public and visible, I think there's an opportunity to work on something there. Um, I'm all about personal growth and using it as a catalyst for, you know, positive change and learning experience. So if you're feeling resistance to sharing your pricing, why is that? That's another rabbit hole. Thank you so much, Melanie, for inviting me to weigh in. I just love Mel so much. Isn't she fabulous? And hopefully she doesn't edit this bit out of me just gloating about how wonderful she is. Have a beautiful day and maybe I'll see you soon. Bye.